0: Hello. Hey. Hey, so uh, welcome to Back to the Point. The reason it's kind of an awkward introduction is because this is kind of impromptu, but uh, I guess it's a uh, good experiment for trying a shorter podcast.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Trying out some new tech. Hopefully it will help us get more product out.
0: We're trying to utilize the simplicity of the Anchor app, so... Yep. Yeah, and I, I want to record today because quite frankly, and I told you this earlier, I've been very hot takey with the Sharks the last couple days. Um, I actually haven't been the most up-to-date, so we can only talk about the first period of four minutes of the Toronto game, which happened last night. Uh, Today's Thursday. Uh, but I did see the Sabres game. I finished that last night and I was just very irritated then. And we
1: all saw the Knights game too. So,
0: yeah. And just that was terrible. And we already talked about that on our last podcast. But, you know, I wanted to tell you how when over time, since, since my initial fandom in college, I used to be very emotional.
1: <laughs> used guess. to?
0: Used to still. Okay. <laughs> listen, the point I'm trying to make is that I used to be very emotional and I, uh, I used to let it get the better of me. I'm a lot more in control now, but I still have moments where I can get my like emotions riled up and uh, I can just, but I'm aware of it now, you know, It's good. when I say I'm being hot takey, it's just frustration. You're, you you're trying to, you've been trying to talk me down in our, in our texting conversations these last couple of days, but I just want to be like, you know, the Sharks are failing. They're not doing well. Even though I can look at the games and saying they're not really blowing it in any, they're not actually playing terribly overall. But the fact that they're not getting things done, it's just like, it doesn't matter if you had some good offensive zone time or your power play looked dangerous. You didn't score and you got scored on. And you those defensive errors you made, even though there weren't that many, you still got scored on. So you're failing.
1: <laughs> yeah it's like our whole
0: so hot, right yeah now. our that whole so context irritating.
1: our whole context for the season is like shifted from we should be winning like 75% of our games to it almost feels like we had to start from like a team that wasn't poised to make the playoffs and we're like seeing them improve you know it's like our expectations to in the off season and in training actually basically once training camp started because of Carlson came in training camp Immediately, it was, like, Stanley Cup, and the first 10 games of their play, 15 games, basically, were just terrible, and, like, this team may not make the playoffs if they continue like this, and then, so now, it's, like, in order to, like, not hate my life. That's
0: a bit of an exaggeration, but.
1: (laughs) I mean, but it's, like, that's more likely than the Stanley Cup side of things.
0: Yeah, not, not like a contender, like still confident they'd made the playoffs but whoa guys how come you haven't won more yeah but one and done though?
1: for sure just given yeah. how they were playing or two
0: and, and done okay.
1: yeah and, and then it's just like and they've slowly improved there's been a game or two that they uh have um in the in the past 10 games there was the in the homestand they finished well and then there was the night's game and then I actually thought the Sabers game like nothing really looked terrible. They just didn't end up winning that game. Sabers were the hottest team in the NHL. And uh, then the Toronto game happened, and at the end of the first period, it was it's four one. So you know or, there's there's yeah, four they're... power basically four power play goals, and it doesn't. But but five-on-five five play looks good. So it's just like, why can't we just put a whole game together and get a win instead of just being like the Sabres game? Oh, five-on-five five was actually pretty good. We looked dangerous. We actually missed a couple chances. If those had gone in, we probably would have won.
0: Yeah. You know, about your perspective. Sorry. About your perspective shit thing. Yeah, I guess you could liken it to an analogy of at the beginning of the season. Say you're really into puzzles and you got this like really exciting I don't know. I, I remember that Star Wars puzzle at your house that I was having fun with the other day. It's fun. So let's say you've got this really exciting Star Wars puzzle, and it's got these great, colorful, exciting pieces. And you can't wait to put the puzzle together to see what it's going to be like, because it's great. You know, that's what the Sharks were at the beginning of the season, this great puzzle that you have that idea of how it's supposed to be. But what it's been like is like dumping all those puzzle pieces out on the table, some great pieces that'll make a great thing when it comes together, but it hasn't come together yet. You know, it's just the, the puzzle, the puzzle pieces are scattered. Now, That's such... And it's so frustrating. Cause it's like when you're doing a puzzle and it takes forever. It's oh like, my gosh. it's this, I just want to step away and I'm just so frustrated right now, but once it comes together, you're hoping that, you know, you'll be very satisfied and it'll be a great thing, you know? So I think that's a pretty good Dude, analogy. Dude, what an amazing analogy.
1: Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, I'm just going to yeah. bask in that for a second because it is so true. And it's like yeah, right? when you... It, it's just so good, and and originally it's like we thought all the border pieces were going to be there and easy to find, so that we could just start a foundation <laughs> and just go into the puzzle. But it's just taking us like 15 oh. games to find the border pieces, and now we're slowly it's putting up, chunks it's into. In I know, it's so good, and then now we're slowly putting chunks of pieces together in groups and linking them. But we shouldn't have had to yeah. take 20 days to find all the border pieces. You know, we should be able to figure that out in two yeah. games.
0: Yeah, what are we at? Game twenty-five. This is now?
1: this next game is twenty-six or twenty-five. So, <sighs> yeah, it, it is yeah. just so frustrating because it should not take this long, and like, there's no re- There's just no reason, and I mean, there there technically is reasons, but the degree to which they should like be affecting the sharks' play is being overstepped. Like, it shouldn't affect this play this much to have to refine your third-line center and your fourth-line center when you have the right. pieces that the Sharks have on the rest of the team. Adding an all-star defenseman into your lineup probably actually has a bigger growing pain period than most people realize. Like, P.K. Subban went through the, through the same thing. I'm, pretty, I'm right. pretty sure even Shea Weber, when he got to Montreal, took him a little while, too, on the other side of that same deal. And then even like Dougie Hamilton, like when, or no, no, no. Travis Hamanick, when the Flames acquired him from the Islanders, like last season, like sucked for him and it did not go well. So I definitely think defensive side of things, you don't really want to change as much as the forwards. And like, you see that in day-to-day play, like the defensive pairs for like the general course of play across a number of games, like don't change, but the forwards lines will change a lot. And even within the yeah. game, the only time the defensive pairs change is because one person's is getting a rest or whatever. Right. But, like, week to week, the defensive pairing don't change, but the forwards will. And so I think maybe us as a fan base just didn't really realize the impact of not only adding Eric Carlson, but, like, we added... It's not like we had a hole in our top line or we didn't have someone who really fit in the top pairing and then we, like inserted Eric Carlson in there and then dropped someone off the very lot bottom pairing, it's... We affected every single defensive pair.
0: Yeah.
1: Until recently, yeah. where Vlasic and Braun have been put together, but then they've also been tasked with a change of style of play and now everyone needs to be jumping in all the time, and they're not as used to that.
0: It's hard for me, to be honest, it's hard for me to put my, my finger on it. Like, I do see... I don't know. It's the it's the forward supporting the D too. There just seems to be a lack of cohesion on the team with things, and I don't know. There, there's a lot of mistakes, breakdowns that happen entering the offensive zone and the neutral zone that lead to the odd man rushes. Um, but you know, but even then, the odd man just... rushes
1: like I'm nixing the Golden Knights name game from my mind, and maybe that's just <laughs> unfair. But we've played the Golden Knights like ten plus times. Maybe 10 times over the course of their two, all of last season playoffs in this season. And every game has always been like that, regardless. So it's just. Right. So that's a wash in my mind.
0: Uncharacteristically large, um, like sway towards their advantage for some reason in their their competition against us since they came. For sure. And
1: then, so racing that game, like all the other games in a row since then, since the very first game at home in Toronto. And if that wasn't the very first game, the second game, or whatever, all the games since then, like defensively, five on five, we've been doing great. And on the PK, we've been doing great. And when I say great, I mean we haven't, we've, the forwards have been supporting the defense well. And we went we what? went four and two basically on the homestand. And that, that reflected that's in that. Such
0: a, that. That's such a different mode though. Because, you know. Well,
1: that was the biggest yes, reason the why PK we were. been
0: great, but. Forward supporting the D, I mean, it's not like you're driving into the offensive zone and you have to cover for when the defenseman pinches a whole bunch when you're on the PK. That's such a
1: No, rare... no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying those are like two separate things. Like, because against the first period of the Maple Leafs, the the PK was the issue, right? Yes, we got yeah. scored on like three or four times, three times in one period. Yeah. That sucks. So, but on the homestand, the PK was great. And then... right. Outside of that, forwards supporting the D when they jumped into the point and they went down to pinch and then drive play through the corner back to the bottom of the net, like as they not just pinch and then poke it away, but like take the puck and maintain possession and move. The forwards... so you're
0: talking about the five and five yeah, support yeah, yeah. on the homestand.
1: Homestand okay. all the way through these most recent games.
0: Well I'm talking I'm zooming out even more. I think in as a whole in general, it's been my yeah. It's not, I'm not saying they're always consistently doing... I'm not saying they're always making those mistakes, but there's, there's too much lack of cohesion that's still present. You know, I say
1: that that doesn't happen as much anymore.
0: Okay. From the start Maybe of the homestand, it
1: has not happened.
0: Well, After the Toronto Maple Leafs still... game.
1: Before that, it was a huge issue.
0: How often do you... And I think this is part of the adjustment to the all-star defenseman point that you're... Carlson go for like... Uh, a no look pass to a forward and they're not ready. And that springs like a turnover. I
1: mean, uh, I don't, I can't quantify that, but I, like you know, the team has definitely gotten well, much I more.
0: It. I see it. I see it. Know?
1: Yeah. But like,
0: you can't quantify the whole, what what we were just talking about before with the Ford supporting very well. I mean, without, I
1: can't pick the number out of
0: I, my head. You like you can actually good. quantify yeah. giveaway as a game
1: because it's tracked.
0: Well, what we're both talking about right now is things that yeah. we're seeing uh, trends.
1: Yeah, right? I'm seeing a so. positive trend in support, but in terms of integration of Carlson, I'm definitely still seeing like people being a little bit off of the same page as him. But it seems like Dylan has really integrated well with him in the past, like seven games yeah. or plus, maybe seven to ten games. Like I'm not seeing that like defensive pairing. Uh, like, misunderstandings. Like, maybe there's defensive miscues, but, like, that's how everyone scores goals every game in the NHL. It's, like, defensive miscues happen, and as long as they're not happening at, like, an above-normal rate, like, that's fine. And I don't think they're necessarily happening at above-normal rate. We're just primed to hate on the defense right now because it was happening, those miscues and, like, forwards not supporting the D was happening way higher than anything that should have happened on the sharks for the first like half of the games played so far. Second half I think it's been going pretty well, but there's still times when
0: I I don't know, oh, that's I disagree. Fine. I think you're I think you're I think you're a little bit the sharks are trending trending up and they're getting better slowly. Very but slowly, but they are. Slowly, but it's, it's so slow to me that I'm not convinced that that's going as well oh, as it I do yeah because I'm still seeing them get burned I'm still seeing them get scored on way too much whether it's whether it's that particular thing of forwards not supporting or the D missing assignments whatever it is as a whole they're not doing well enough defensively to keep, keep the puck out of their own end and I think an adage frustration lately since that Golden Knights game is that we, we're we yeah. not scoring it's like who cares like Sure, our offense looks great sometimes, but I'm tired of this whole we ran into a hot goalie excuse. Stick it to them. Like, make them pay yeah. in some way where they don't have a choice but to get scored on. You got to make them work, exhaust them in totally. to their zone. Like, we're just not, it's, it's, it's too, like, limp. It's too weak. Like, whatever we're doing on offense is, is like, it's uh, floundering as well. Um, it's yeah,
1: and I mean, we see like so... we see the Thornton and Carlson line, and or not Thornton and Carlson, Thornton LeBanc and Sorensen line, and like Thornton and Sorenson are gelling really well together, and then Son's LeBanc, and you see them convert on a lot of chances, but there's also like a ton of chances, like really good chances that they miss on too, and it's like, why can't you just put those in? And then we have well, LeBanc yeah, and
0: I agree, you know, not taking like this, line. not just that line.
1: And then just I LeBanc <laughs> is he never he never learns, he never learns yeah. like he still takes dumb penalties all the time, and that oh is why gosh. DeBoer makes my... him sit every single bench minor penalty or like when a, like in when right. game, Kane got ejected he made. Lebanc sit for it. It's because he doesn't get it. Dude, I'm he so just doesn't get it. That. Like we got scored on, yeah. like extremely easily in the first period of the, of this most recent Leafs game, and we got yeah. scored on again. And then he still just was taking stupid penalties. And it's like, I what totally are you agree. thinking? I was thinking you need to give us a chance to win, and you can't take these dumb yeah. penalties. He's like the only yeah. one doing it. Totally King, would... that's his style of play. He's been successful, and he draws a lot too. LeBank just
0: doesn't. I totally agree because he – that was one of my hot takes when I was watching that first period at lunch today. And LeBanc took those two minor penalties. I think both of them we got score- – yeah, because they've been – there were three for three in their first three power plays. And I was just – I was I was thinking in my hot take mindset that DeBoer should bench LeBanc to make a statement of, yeah, you may be doing some things well, but you're costing yeah. us – just to make. I'd actually like too, to look know? at the shift I mean, charts. He doesn't. I'm not saying that should actually happen, but I want to see him benched. I want somebody to yeah. be punished. or <laughs> somebody. I honestly like that, think know? LeBanc. Like, I don't know. It's sorry, I honestly
1: like... think LeBanc might have been benched, and I'd actually after this, I'm gonna go look at the shift charts tonight, and I, I, I bet I'll see that his ice time gets reduced today. Last game, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, so yeah, I I see that frustration, and I totally agree. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's super fair to scapegoat. I mean, he's not the problem,
1: but, like, this is a known issue of his, and he's still failing at it. And then you have players – like, it's it's like last year where we couldn't score in the first half of the game, so he had to win by defense always. But we can't rely on that because now the defense has said, take more risks all the time. And then people, like – Suaella, who was brought in to score at a third line center role, is not scoring at a third line center role. Donskoy is not doing what he wanted to be. Kane is on a cold streak. Timo Myers cooled off as Pavelski's heated up, so I don't necessarily think those are issues. But like Timo was carrying us for the first like half of the season and now he's calmed down and Pavs is starting to carry the offense a little bit. But like Sorensen is scoring at a really good rate and Thornton's assisting there. But like LeBanc needs to put in goals. Like the fourth line needs to score some goals. Melker actually has scored two goals five on five lately. But like, I mean, like we yeah, can't, I mean, we, it's, we're it's, in the they, same situation they're... as we were at the beginning of last season where we weren't getting the scoring that we need, except for after this point, we've acquired Evander Kane, but he's cold right now and not scoring. And then we have Eric Carlson, and he's not necessarily putting up goals. He's, getting a lot of dangerous looks and stuff, but our power play isn't converting at an especially high rate. So he's not putting up a ton of points in goals and assists. I mean, actually he is, but like, yeah. he's not, he's not going to score the goals for us and he isn't. And because he's growing the team, we have to accommodate him defensively, which has actually also changed underneath our feet for the season. And so we're giving up more goals. So we're having trouble scoring just like we were last season. Our acquisitions aren't really helping us in goal scoring. Our depth isn't really helping us in goal scoring. But now that defensive solid base that we had to rely on last season has changed and we can't do it the same way. And we have to learn how to get back to there and it's taking too long. But I have faith that we're going to get there. Like
0: I was saying, LeBanc, he shouldn't be scapegoated because there's team-wide issues with lack of scoring Mm -hmm. and mistakes. But it's easy to – for some reason, he really stands out to me um, when he makes mistakes, and like you said, he does take a lot of those dumb penalties. The, by, by the way, those a couple of those uh penalties in the first period of that Leafs game were pretty weak, whatever. At that. And more of my, my hot takeness was like they're they're favoring the Leafs superstars because I think it was against Marner and Matthews, two of them. <laughs> so it was just like, cons- yeah, not conspiracy, but sort of. I mean, they're really anyway, good and they
1: fun. know how to play in such a way that the only way to defend them is penalties, but then. Like, Vlasic isn't taking those penalties, you know. It's it's literally LeBanc. You know, Couture isn't taking those penalties. Yeah. It, it's it's LeBanc. The reason why it's easy to single him out is because it's, <laughs> it's it is it is LeBanc. He's the only one. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> other players take those penalties, too. But, like, the reason why it's very easy to look at LeBanc and be like, what are you doing is because it – because LeBanc, what are you doing? <laughs> like, but the reason why yeah. he doesn't get quite benched is because – Like, he actually is putting up good power play numbers, right? He has good offensive production and he needs to learn. So, he's given the reins and a little bit of short leash so that, or a longer leash so that he can make mistakes. But, like, there's a reason why he's not on the second. Like, he should actually be on the second line and Timo should be on the first line and Donsko should be on the third line. But Donsko is on the first line with Pavs. And that doesn't make sense. Or they've switched that around and yeah. put Don Scoy higher than he actually should be because LeBanc also is not doing as well as he should be.
0: It's straight. It's a strange set yeah. with the lines, but yeah, LeBanc, he, he looks, he's pretty good. No, on the he's power really play, good on the power I still play. don't trust him, you know, I, I still don't trust him yeah. for some reason. And I've you told know? you this. He, he, he does a lot of those, like he's mm-hmm. a right-handed shot, right? So he goes on that right half wall and he does a lot of the behind the back passes. I just get so worried, and I don't trust his puck control. Okay, I'm
1: going to stop you on this puck control thing, because I've said this to my wife and to you multiple times, and I almost did like an analysis on this on Twitter and showed a bunch of video where Moibank struggles with this, but pulling the puck off of the half wall on the power play under pressure, he is bad at. And I've thought this before, and I thought, man, he really could improve. Well, he's small. Yeah, but like Soren, but Sorensen's small, and Sorensen's better at this, so it's not it's not a size thing.
0: But he's also not as fast. But
1: as I'm Sorenson talking like, too, but it's not it's not speed. It's not just like skating speed. It's like he can't he doesn't protect the the puck with his body well. He bobbles the puck a lot in that area and gives up possession when they pressure him there. And I thought it was just me being especially harsh because that is. Like you were under pressure pulling the puck off the wall really fast where a player like Hurdle like lives by that. And he's the fastest person on the team oh that can God. do that. It's literally like the one I... level motion with him. And then I look at LeBanc, I'm like, you struggle at this. And I thought I was just being extra bad at it. But yesterday during the Leafs game, Brett Hedekin said, LeBank, I would really like to see LeBanc improve on pulling the puck off of the wall. On, I think he either said on the PowerPoint or on five of five and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy because he does struggle on it because Thornton used to be there and Thornton was really good at pulling the puck off the wall right there.
0: You, you know, it's frustrating, though, because when we watch on TV, the, the camera angle is always, um, well, at least for part of it. For some reason, I, I only really remember when the Sharks are uh, attacking zone is on the right. So you can't see very well <laughs> <laughs> that side. I'm always aware of our power play being on that side, but when it's the other way, like I don't, I should pay more attention when it's the other way. Uh, but I totally see what you're saying. I wish that everybody in our team was as good as hurdle at uh, protecting the puck, but I'm, obviously he has a big I wish body, we just but, had, and that's part of the reason why I think he's so good. He's, he's been so yeah. good. At, um, I really wish we just puck. had
1: two whole complete second and third lines full of Tomas hurdles. But then we could increase their <laughs> varying, like, offensive production or decrease it for more defensive yeah. production and then just, like, clone him six times and then have him play every position. Yeah. And I would love That's,
0: that. I've actually had the thought about just having a bunch of hurdles. Our second and third line nice. would never be scored on. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. I- I'm bummed that he's had some injury issues because I think he was having really good yeah, stuff at the beginning. Yeah, and it takes
1: him a long and time
0: to warm back hopefully up. Hopefully he'll pick back up. He only has, like, yeah, five or
1: six yeah, goals, definitely. and it's like, oh, man, dude, you should have way more. Yeah. He's so, he's so good. good, though.
0: He's so –
1: his, ce- yeah, his ceiling really is, like, is good. good it, like, I think his, like, overall play is there in terms of where his ceiling should be, but, like, his scoring, his he hasn't reached his ceiling, and I think he can, he can do better. Like, I think he can be a 60-point yeah, player, 20-goal scorer, 60-point player, 60-70-point player. Like, that's in the cards for him. He's still young. We forget that.
0: Mm-hmm. but his put his oh puck it's protection so good abilities it is is like joe yeah. thornton level and joe thornton in his prime you know he's like very yeah. very i good think in
1: his current attack. state and he's, he's the best puck puck pro- protector on the team along the boards yeah. in open play it's pavelski
0: and it really helps that top line i'm just gonna say <laughs> that top line of meyer and putter yeah. and hurdle uh, because they're able just to sustain zone time, and a lot of that is they're really good, responsible at uh, keeping the puck, and and they and they go after it. They mm-hmm. work hard to, to to forecheck and to make sure they keep the puck to create chances. You know who doesn't work zone. hard? Um, no. <laughs> well, Bank works hard. And in
1: fact, he crosses the <laughs> line and cheats a little bit. But like I still see, I see Don Skoy yeah. working really hard, and I see Kane working really hard. And then you can, like, watch a whole game and for- and Before forget who's say, on the ice.
0: Oh, uh, man. Hold on. Let me think about this. I always forget about, like, one forward. <laughs> and it's Suomela. Uh, He's, like, invisible. No. Yeah, but he's so new. He's so new that I don't pay that much attention to him anyway. But yeah, he is pretty. And then people easy will to say, to, "Yeah, to his get.
1: offensive production is there," and yes, his offensive production is good, and he gets a lot of shots on net. But when he doesn't have the puck, it's like you, he might as well just like not be playing. And that's a harsh yeah. criticism that's completely unfounded. We, we but need, like, <laughs> I do, I'm not surprised by, by any. Like I'm not, I'm not watching his defensive acumen. And his playmaking defensively and saying like, oh, yeah, 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 That was a really good play. It's just like don't like even as a F1 four checker when he's in first, it's like I don't like it's easy to impress me in that role. It's like the easiest thing. <laughs> just pressure someone in the side, go make straight line speed fast across the D2D pass and get your stick down and get, get working the lanes. And then it's just like, no. Like you watch yeah. Hurdle or yeah, Kane he, we need on more the four check him. on the power, on the PK, that's like textbook F one pressuring on the forecheck, and then you watch someone else, like Sulemela, and it's just like, yeah, you're like doing the job, and you're doing well in certain aspects, but like, re- you can grow in this area, and he's young and he can grow and he probably will, but like he's also getting yeah. used to United States and NHL hockey. It's yeah, different. So it's he has different. more slack, but I just. Um,
0: he's good. So I want him to do better. Yeah. We need more from him. We need more from. I think we need the most from right Don
1: Squay. He's not the most yeah, important. He, like you said, but he does like, work hard. He's very fast Yeah. It's just so sad. <laughs> it's like every year for three or four years now, we're like, yeah, just, Don Squay's ready to break out. And then just. He looks the same, but scoring never increases.
0: Uh. I want to say, going, zooming out from the players again, I feel we were talking about the offense drying up lately, and I just feel like this is so vague and nebulous, but I feel that the offense just looks tired right now. You know, like are, We're still going through our system, but it's going through such a dry spell now, it's frustrating with the whole... And I know that's our system. Work it back to the D-men at the point, get a shot on net, try and make something happen. And then we can get a cycle and maybe skate around the zone from there. But like you said earlier, there are shots that were taken yeah. and just missing. It's like, get it on, at least yeah. get it on net. Stop shooting high. Stop Yeah, I high. wish our accuracy would increase. Um, it reminds me of that. There was a season a few years ago where we would, our, sh- our PDL like was like really I low. I wanted the Sharks to just, yeah, I feel like I just wanted the Sharks to practice just yeah. sniping and practice Just. Practice you know who's accuracy because they're not shooting on Pavelski. What?
1: Who? He's been really good yeah. at getting one timers I... in from like the bottom of the circle, super tight angles. I'm
0: surprised. Pavelski is an enigma because I feel like he's actively deteriorating before our eyes and his ability to chase the puck down, to receive passes to get the puck him and Thornton both but yeah him and Thornton both
1: it's like they're (laughs) Thornton's a pure passer his speed may go Port Pavelski's a pure shooter his speed may go but they're like they're still good
0: how how do you like how I don't understand like how is he still scoring so much it's just that their level of hockey smarts is just it proves that that even though that everything else is Mm -hmm. deteriorating they're still, you know what? It proves
1: that hard work can make up for most things, because they are the hardest workers on the team <laughs> yeah, with burns. Because
0: mm-hmm. I've been frustrated at Pavelski with just his his lack what? in so many ways, but he, he lacks still are... speed and that's okay. It. That okay, no, dude. He let he like he misses like getting to passes that he's are not made fast. to him when they're going up the ice. Yeah, because yeah, it's the same speed. thing then, and he also gets beat. He gets muscled off of pucks a lot. It happens. He gets muscled off of pucks what? a lot, and he loses because they're faster he than does, him, dude. Yes, they're faster and they're stronger than him too. But at the same time, he's Joe Pavelski, and he yeah. does his thing, and he's really good. So anyway, dude, I think yep. we got to wrap this up. Um, but this is a fun, uh, this is fun kind of impromptu recording. I think we should yep. do more of these uh i just want to do this get that anger out i I, to I took out my Ooh. anger i mean it's not anger i took but out I my better. frustration this last like time shark... and
1: this is your turn yeah
0: this is sharks therapy uh with our podcast <laughs> yeah. all right that should be our podcast back to movie, the therapy movie, sharks sharks therapy <laughs> back to the sharks therapy yeah. all right anyway man uh go, uh, sharks. go sharks uh Let's just do our handles. I guess you could catch me at dmigs 22 on Twitter. Catch me at Ian um, said so on Twitter. And the uh, the podcast Twitter handle is at underscore back to the point. Um, See you again soon. Yeah. So we'll catch you next time. Maybe we'll do sooner, uh, more regular podcasts if yep. this works out well. Yeah. Go sharks. All right, Go sharks.